Hello guys and welcome to another Tuscast. I'm sitting on my balcony overlooking Canary Wharf. It's a beautiful view of uh, spectacular London sunset, the hottest day of 2020 so far. It's June the 1st here. There's not a cloud in the sky and the temperature is fantastic. And I'm sitting here with a glass of whiskey. My new favourite blends, not blends, my new favourite brands, or my new favourite whiskey, my flavour of the month, which is a Balvenny double wood, served straight. And why am I recording my ramblings today? Two reasons. First of all, June 1st in London has signalled the opening of a number of shops. All shops are now open again, and so walking around today, walking around London, the vibe is getting somewhere back to what we want. It's getting back to that hubbub in the air, that summer buzz, which actually makes London, in my opinion, one of the greatest cities in the world during the summer months. Not only for day game, but just general socialising and just the vibe of the place is spectacular. And the second reason is, guys, a few few guys have been emailing me saying, you know, is, is this the end of day game? Is cold approach dead as we know it? What's the situation moving forward? Asking for some reassurance. So I'm here to outline the current situation and what a number of guys, including myself, have, have gone through over the last two months, why the situation is actually great and there's a number of opportunities to be seized from it and what and how to actually go and address approaching again and why now is, is the right time to get started. So let's dive straight in. The last few months have been an interesting time for, for most people around the world. It's it's unprecedented. We've all been sitting at home, not interacting with the opposite sex. I have been living with a girl for about three weeks, but before that I was completely on my own. Like I was doing time in a supermax prison, I was actually staying in a hotel and the hotel bar is shut in London. So you're literally confined to your room or you could go for a walk outside. So, you know, you could go for a run or whatever, but that was a strange time. I felt myself getting really, really unsociable. So for all of us that haven't really been interacting with women, that emotional and, and that social intelligence has dropped. Remember, we are the sum of my habits, some of our habits, and the more we socialize, the more we interact with people in general, the better our social skills are, the more confident in our social skills, the more confidence we have in our own social skills. So you can see me even now stumbling over my words a bit because I'm not used to, to speaking in a continuous stream, but I'll do my best. Let me just have a, have a sip of whiskey to calm the nerves. But yeah, emotional and social intelligence levels have dropped amongst us for those that have done day game before. Apathy has set in, this new, this new normal. So a lot of us, including myself, for periods of time, have forgotten the beauty of day game, have forgotten why we do it, have forgot about the power of it, how running up to a hot girl in the street or in a cafe or in an airport how good that makes you feel, how present that makes you feel, how good it is to throw yourself into that fear. Even if it's a small, I listened to a brilliant um, book the other day called The Fear Bubble by Ant Middleton, and to use his analogy, throwing yourself into these small fear bubbles, even though day game is not going into battle, you know, it's not like we're crawling over enemy trenches and we could have a bullet in our head. There is a dent to the ego, there is that fear of rejection that is constant throughout a human male life especially delicate the male ego ego is and especially fragile it is to rejection from the opposite sex by not approaching we've we've let that that callous skin of 
that helps with rejection soften. A bit like um, I never use gloves in the gym because I like to deadlift and, and rip my hands. You know, rip the cal- rip the uh, little pads open at the bottom of your fingers because what happens is the sc- the skin grows back tougher and it hardens, and that's a mechanism for improving. and And, y- and your hands get stronger and they can take more pain. But a bit like this, this lack of actually being rejected by women because there's been no women to interact with apart from online which in my opinion doesn't really count no face-to-face rejection means we've gone soft with the day game we've gone soft with uh with approaching these fears and broaching these fears which is the brilliant thing about you know interacting with new women where you don't know what the outcome is going to be and so that apathy is built the approach anxiety is returned you know uh we've become almost what do they call it in the Shawshank Redemption movie when they when they get too used to living in prison institutionalized something like that where we're just used to sitting in front of the TV watching fucking Netflix doing fuck all and we can tell that everything isn't right because as as much as we pretend to ourselves that we're living in a nice comfortable reality we knew we we know we're actually being lazy we're being uncomfortably comfortable in this new reality of doing fuck all at night, it manifests itself, you know, these small bits of grit in our brain that we push down consciously in the day, pretending everything's okay because we haven't been interacting with women and haven't been dating women and haven't been pushing ourselves. Um, these these, le- these leap out and eye, these fears emerge, these subconscious fears, you know, they become, they, they creep out, don't they? And then we suddenly, ha- suddenly have this jolt of anxiety coursing through my, our veins. And we know it's because we haven't been taking action. We haven't been interacting with the opposite sex and we haven't been doing anything. And so, you know, these are the problems. But what I would like to say to guys, just to settle some fears, is no, this is not the end of day game. The Darwinist quote that I love to go back to, you know, it's not the strongest or the most intelligent that survive, but it's the most adaptable. Yes, guys have been messaging women online, but no, I do not recommend it. I think the sooner you guys can get back to cold approach, the better. I'm not going to go over the reasons for why I believe cold approach uh, direct day game is the most effective uh, way to interact and and date hot women uh, and the most transportable value add and skill set you can have. I'm not going to go into details of that at this current time, but just trust me when I say forget the Tinder, get back to socializing. Cold approach, as we know, is not dead. There was uh, after the Black Death in in you know various parts. So I think the thirteenth, fourteenth century. I was reading accounts of people where nearly a third of the population of Europe was wiped out, and when people were starting to go back out of the house, when the death stopped, uh, when people had built immunity, there was almost a carnival-like atmosphere in the air because men and women and children alike appreciated the brevity of life how how mortal we are you know how it can be snapped away in one minute and what's that bring that brings freedom to really fucking enjoy yourself so no from my experience over the last week or so or two weeks of taking out students taking out you know clients uh, to do short day game sessions in london women are um still attracted to confident brazen men who go after what they want that hasn't changed. Evolution hasn't shifted over the course of three months. Women are still attracted to the same things. Um, life is short. You've got to seize the day on this one. You've got to get back out there. You've got to start interacting again. Day game is not going to end as we know it. Post Black Death, there was a carnival atmosphere. People were reveling in it. And I believe coming up now, uh, June, July and August could be some of the best months any of us have ever experienced in our entire lives for people appreciating 
the small things in life, from appreciating the basics of just being able to interact face-to-face with other humans. I know I will. I cannot fucking wait. And walking around with these students the last few days in London, the weather is good. The girls are horny as fuck. We've been worrying about it from our point of view, which is, oh, I'm feeling like a pussy. I don't know how to interact anymore. Blah, 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 blah. But we ha- what we haven't been doing is thinking about it from a woman's perspective. The coin of the female realm uh, in a woman's lifetime, to quote, quote to Massey, is male validation, male attention. And so the last you know eight to ten weeks of, of women not having that, they've been absolutely craving it, craving the attention. They're absolutely gagging for it from, from men. And that isn't going to change. And I've noticed it. And the students I've been out with have been noticing it. It feels like I'm in South America where the indicators of interest women give when they when they check out a guy, they really throw eye contact him and hold it. They eye fuck the shit out of you. It feels like this. The weather's been good. Women have been sitting in parks. Students have been approaching. It's been going really well. I'll go into the details of how I recommend to approach during this transition time from total lockdown in London into actually calibrated opening and and making something happen but you can be rest assured that women have been craving the social interaction they're horny as fuck can men have multiple orgasms i've never had one can women fuck yes does their eye contact the way they mean looking at guys mean they're they're as horny as, as we are if not more so absolutely so it's a brilliant opportunity to get over this you know whether you're a seasoned day gamer who's needed to hit the reset button with this enforced break or whether you're a complete newbie I mean, the opportunities are boundless. If you're a seasoned gamer who's who's done his thing and he's he's taken a few enforced months off, I'm hoping you guys have pivoted. You've you've used something, you've done something useful for the time. I've been working on my Brazilian Portuguese. I've been smashing the cardio sessions, uh, the free online uh, Instagram workouts. Companies like Third Space sweat it. I've been helping. I've been helping helping guys on the phone. Been building my business. I have been taking guys out a bit recently as well. But this is a brilliant time if you are a get a seasoned gamer, you know, you do know the basics of day game, you've dated women, you've traveled a bit with this skill set, to just go back to square one, to reset, to go back to those basics, you know, those basics of strong eye contact, getting right in front of her on a stop if she's a walking girl, smile, um, good voice projection and control. It's a brilliant time to reset to those basics and, and get those back on. So, you know, you should see this as an opportunity at the very least. For newbies who have never done cold approach, but maybe they've been sitting at home, you've been watching my content, you've been watching the content other coaches on my channel um, put out as well. It's a brilliant time to get started, you know, once and for all. You've had your time now to sit on your ass and do nothing, which is, you know, something that you've already been doing uh, anyway up to this point. But now, use this podcast or use me as motivation if it helps you to just think, right, I'm going to draw a line under this now. No more sitting at home, wanking over Pornhub. No more mental masturbation over watching Tusk on YouTube, approaching groups of women, you know, thinking that's actually teaching you something. I put out as much content as I can on YouTube to inspire guys and because I want to show it for what's and all for what it is. And I try and be as authentic as possible. But I do not believe you can reach a very high level uh, well, of course you can't, interacting with the opposite sex if you're not actually actively practicing this yourself. Getting good at speaking to hot women, guess what? It's experiential learning. You need to get out there and do it. And no amount of watching videos is going to 
catapult you into that position where you're suddenly sleeping with three or four hot girls on rotation each week. You've got to go and start somewhere. This is a brilliant time. We've got through the shit weather in London. If you're based in Europe, we've got through the shit weather. And now the sun's out. Women are fucking horny. And it's fucking time for you to get up off your fucking ass and do something about it. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. I mean that in a motivational way as much to myself as to everyone else. We are the sum of our habits. And the more social you are, we are, the better we become in it. So we've got to start building that social and emotional intelligence back up. And so the way to do this, which I touched on earlier. So first of all, embrace feeling rusty. You know, for guys that have done this before, or if you are just starting to do this, it's going to be scary. It doesn't matter whether you're a beginner or an experienced guy alike. We've all had, you know, an enforced eight to 10 week break if you're living in London. We haven't been doing much. So expect to feel rusty. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up for that. Give yourself permission to be rusty, but just say to yourself, right, I can be rusty, but I'm still going to get out there and start making this happen. Are the first few approaches going to feel awkward? Are those first few rejections going to hurt? Yes. Does it matter in the long run? No. Anything you can do to start building this back up the quicker you can is going to benefit you in the long run. The brilliant thing is for those guys who have done day game before, the muscle memory is there. A bit like going to the gym. You know, if you took to taking time off from the gym and you go back, yes, it's a bit painful to get back to, to start the process again. But after the first few sessions, you're suddenly back into the swing of it and your body remembers. Our bodies are brilliant, brilliant machines. They remember stuff. So all those approaches you've done have been bedded down into the subconscious. And yeah, if you can tap into that, tap into that memory of how to do it by starting to reset the engine and, and re, you know, restart the engine by actually going out and taking action, it will come back quickly. So start small, you know, start being sociable with everyone, saying hello to people if you go and buy your coffee, saying hello, having a bit of banter with a barman if you can, if you go and buy a takeaway pint. When you go in to get, you know, your clothes washed at the laundry, the laundry place, wherever it is, whether you're in your supermarket, bit of banter, practice bantering, practice teasing. Teasing should be like breathing, you know, with everyone. Just practice those social skills, practice that playfulness. You'll start to love it, you know, that that feeling of we are sociable beings and that feeling of just being sociable is magical. I used to go out for, for years on end, getting hammered in, in bars and pubs and thinking the reason I felt so good was because of the booze, but... Getting into day game, I realized, you know, the reason I felt so good was being because I was very present and I was being sociable and we're built to be sociable animals. So the more you're just talking to people, generally speaking, the better you're going to feel. It doesn't matter if it's hot girls, it can be anyone to start with. So start small, start being sociable with everyone. I personally recommend if you're in a country where not everyone has to wear masks like London, that you avoid masked girls for now because they're voluntarily choosing to wear the mask. They're obviously taking it a bit more seriously. Maybe they have a reason to do so. Maybe they're just a bit anxious or paranoid. Maybe they're protecting loved ones, older ones. That's okay. We're not here to judge. But for guys getting out there and, and setting the ball rolling again, I'd, I'd try and avoid approaching masked women unless they blatantly check you out and give you a very strong indication that they want you to speak to them. So stick with, with girls without masks. Um, shops have started to reopen now, so there will be, you know... The, walking down the high street places you know open it's going to be cool like that but a lot of the coaching myself and les and the london coach have been doing in the last few weeks is based around sitting you know girls sitting by the riverside in parks drinking big green spaces for those based in london uh, hyde park regent's park down by london bridge all along the river 
near Borough Market's been brilliant. Brixton Market, the market's all open now. All these places, you're going to have to calibrate your game slightly, go up, make a joke, stand a bit back, make a joke saying, I can't come any closer, you might give me something, but I had to take my chance. I thought you looked great. Pandemic or no pandemic, I had to take my chance. I'd have kicked myself if not. From that, you know, see how the girl reacts. If she is neutral or above, you know, so neutral just gives you the time of day. If she's been walking stops and, and, you know, just stands there as in, right, okay, you've got my attention, or anything up from that, like a big smile or a brush of her hair or those, you know, those bright, sparkly eyes, then carry on the conversation. Don't worry, it doesn't have to be rocket science at this stage. Just make small talk and then just say, look, I'd love to love to chat with you on WhatsApp and, and take you out another time. I'd love to grab a, a cocktail outside with you or a coffee outside with you in the sun. How does that sound? Get her buy-in, get the number. You don't need to shake her hand. You don't need to go for the kiss. You don't need to pass her the phone. You can just get her to read out your number. Get used to approaching, you know, two or three multiple girls sitting down in parks drinking or or whatever. It's going to be scary, but, you know, it's a brilliant time to work on your social skills. This is an absolutely brilliant opportunity. Uh, follow, if you are really rusty and you want to start back with compliments, follow the 10 Weeks to Learn Game program I made on YouTube. Just simply type into YouTube, James Tusk, 10 Weeks to Learn Game, and it gives you a program to follow from having never done an approach week one, just starting with compliments all the way up to week 10, where you're doing 30 approaches a week and that should take you no more than six and seven, six to seven hours. Again, it's about time efficiency. I've always said this, but in a week of 168 hours, if you can get your approaches done in seven hours, that leaves you with what, 161 hours to do, do what the hell you want with. Obviously, some of that's going to be sleeping time. And if you're doing day game correctly, this should probably be about... I guess 10 to 15 hours worth of dates in there as well. Actually less, 10 hours worth of dates. Say you're going on, on dates with three hot and new girls a week, which is, is kind of a decent level to be aiming for. If you have the time to do that, that's great. And then what I'd say is put yourself a trip away at the end of summer as well. Give yourself something to look forward to. I'm going to be taking guys to Serbia in July. It's fully open. I'm going to be taking men to Iceland, to Finland, to Sweden, which never went into lockdown. We're going to be going towards Brazil towards the end of the year and Rio Carnival next year. Book yourself a trip away. Give yourself now a point to aim for. If you put in the hard yards for two months, three months, then you can reward yourself with a trip away. Finally, just to end this, to give you guys a kick up the ass, something I was thinking about the, the, the other day, I was having a conversation, and they said to me, they were banging on about money being so valuable, and I said, look, it's a cliche, but it's not. Time is the most valuable thing you can ever get. You can always make more money, I didn't make this quote up, but it's something that sticks in my brain. You can always make more money, but you cannot make more time. Once the time goes, that is it. And the amount of people I speak to who are like, yeah, James, you know, I want to fix my dating life, but, you know, I, I might do it in the future. I'm like, dude, you're 45. You don't have time to be fucking around. I mean, the amount of guys I speak to who are just kind of drifting through life, they're not fully engaged with it. They basically think they're living their life as a Greek god, like an immortal, that they can get around to the shit whenever they want. You fucking can't. No one's coming to fucking save you. And each day that ticks by, each time the sun rises and each time the sun sets, that is another day you are never, ever, 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 ever going to get back. And for men, we have that period of sexual relevancy to women. Unless you're Hugh Hefner and you're, a, you know, you're very, very wealthy, which, fine, if that's your hustle, great. But unless you're him, you're not going to be banging chicks when you're 80 years old, okay? 
you're not going to be doing it from day game. I'm 33, for those of you who want to work out my age, if you're listening to this in the future, if I'm still on YouTube and I'm still alive. As of June 1st, 2020, I'm 33 years old. If we take, if we say, you know, realistically, I'm going to do this for another 10 years, not necessarily teaching, but charging around traveling, different countries, experiencing life and smashing it and dating young women. If I say I'm going to be doing this for another 10 years, keeping myself relevant, that takes me to 43 years old. Now, when you say 10 years, it sounds like quite a lot. You're like, oh, yeah, Tusk, well, that's fucking ages. But when I tell you, you know, when you when you actually put it in context and you realize that 10 years in the mere speck, you know, in the vastness of time is a, is a mere speck in the ocean. You know, how many millions, how many millions and millions or billions of people have come and go and live lives and died? What seems like a vast, expansive stretch of life now is not going to carry on forever. You don't know when your time's going to come. You know, it could be tomorrow. It could be in 50 years. And that's not to sound morbid. That's to say, stop living your life like you're immortal and you've got time to fix shit. You don't. If I was to do this for another 10 years, you know, just charging around and trying to date women uh, through direct cold approach, which I think is a, a reasonable age to go up to if I was going to do that. That's not to say you can't do that afterwards. You know, Silver Fox, one of my coaches, he's 40 fucking five and he still regularly bangs 19 and 20 year olds and there's no issue with age. But maybe, for instance, for me in 10 years, I'm going to want kids or, you know, something more substantial. Maybe my priorities will change. That gives me really, assuming my best years, probably a between the ages of 37 to say 42, 43, that gives me 3,650 days of relevance for this. And every time the sun rises and every time the sun sets, that's another day gone. And to me, maybe it sounds different to guys listening out there or, or you're listening at home, but 36, how do you Americans say it? 3,650, 3,600 days does not seem a lot especially when every week I, I live, life seems to speed up and up and up and up. Um, so use that as a way to say, right, fuck this. Whether you're a seasoned, experienced guy or whether you're a guy who's starting new, it's time to do something about this. You need to squeeze every last drop out of your life, every last drop out of the opportunity to do day game, to do cold approach, to travel the world, to meet and date women, to have the most unbelievable experiences you'll ever have in your life. I am so glad I gave up my job and other jobs working in the city at 30 and turned full-time to teaching guys to do this. And I'm not going to go into all the reasons why I love it, but one of the reasons I do love it is the ability to travel and meet people and have those experiences are just something you'll never, ever get. You'll never be able to get back once the time goes. And thankfully, although I have wasted periods of time in life, I'm addressing it now and I'm getting after it. And I hope this encourages some of you guys to do the same. The quote from the Robert Green book, Laws of Human Nature, which is empowering but also scary at the same time, is as you go about your day, look around, and you'll realize that within 90 years, everyone you see will be completely dead. There'll be ashes, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Um, but it's great because it means we need to seize the day, carpe diem, Draw a line in the sand right now on June the 1st, 2020 and get the fuck out of our houses and smash it. Peace.